I'm gonna try to do everything by myself today, which should be fine, as long as everybody does what they're supposed to do, right? Oh, no. to get Roscoe to the vet, so I love you kids. Get out, get out. Oh my God! Emergency PTA meeting today at five o'clock. Will we see you there? I'll totally get a sitter on a Tuesday night. Yes, you can. You actually can. What do I have on the schedule today? You're super late for your marketing meeting. You have to tell me these things! I can't believe I'm gonna be late for my first soccer practice. I'm sorry, okay? I'm trying. Well, try harder, dude. Good job. The bake sale. No BPA, no MSG, no BHA, no BHT, no sesame, no soy, and of course, no nuts or eggs or milk or butter or salt or sugar or wheat. No. What's that now? I'm so tired of trying to be this perfect mom. I'm done. You said everything I've ever felt about being a mom but couldn't say. There's so many rules now. Don't punish your kids. Don't say no to your kids. Oh. We all work too damn hard trying to make our kids' lives amazing and magical. Their lives already are amazing and magical. Be bad moms. Oh, I'm in. To bad moms! Wendy! We have to bring down the perfect moms. Are those store-bought donut holes, maybe? Um... I am going to destroy it. I say we go punch that chick right in the tits. Great. I'm in. I made out with so many women tonight. Guys, I really like whippets. Is that your mom, bro? Looks like you have one long boob. Oh, it's a boob. This is my sexy bra. Looks like you wrapped an ace bandage around yeah, yourself I like three times. Touch it. It's like an eye mask. Like this... you put it in the fridge. You got a very boys don't cry thing happening right now. Can't you see me? Can you see me? I cannot. I oh stop video. All right, start video. There we go. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Me and me and my nappy hair. What you haven't been to the barbershop, man? Come on. You know what? We actually walked by it today because we went for a little walk. We were by uh, Astor Place. Mm-hmm. All blocked up. Really? Well, you could always cut your own hair. You know what? Uh, well, one thing I want to do is you can see it's getting a little mulletish back here. Mm. Um, I want to do that, but I kind of want to take this opportunity to try it. Oh. Uh. 
And if I, if Anish cuts it, she's going to like cut everything off. <laughs> Uh, that's sneaky. Okay. <laughs> so we have to. We'll, we'll see how far this gets. Mm-hmm. You better hope she doesn't listen to this podcast. Anyway, if she, she doesn't, don't worry. I've, I've asked her several <laughs> times in the last like three weeks. Nice. Well, it's always for you. People's closer to you to ignore you. Yeah. Welcome oh, yeah. to uh, the 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 latest. Download podcast show. I'm Darren Jenkins. And I'm Chris Saunders. And on today's podcast, we are talking about um, a sneaky, it's really kind of a sneaky movie on Bad Moms. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day, everyone. All 12 of our mother listeners and people who have mothers, you should be out there celebrating your mother. Instead of listening to us. Instead of listening to us. <laughs> so, um, this was um, starring Mila Kunis, Kirsten Bell, Catherine Hahn, Jay Hernandez, Jada. There were so many people in this in this um, movie that, like, all it was like it was a kind of like a, a who's who of character actors in this movie. And um, this was produced by Bill Block, Suzanne Todd. Um, budget was $20 million, but grossed $183.9 million. So, yeah. Is this part of, so, well, one one thing is like, I mean, this is understandable because these are the three main characters, but if you look at IMDb, it's Mila Kunis, uh, Kristen Bell, and... Uh, her name yeah i'm just looking at that i'm like you got jada pinkett and christine applegate in this movie yeah yeah (laughs) they're not even in that first rung of uh, actors but uh, i get it i get it and not to mention clark duke david walton and wendell pierce wendell pierce yeah it was that was my the the jack ryan this dude's in jack ryan very serious series yeah (laughs) see him at this is uh it was interesting and then there was a host of other people who obviously should be mentioned. Wanda Sykes was in it. J.J. Um, Watt, which was hilarious. After what, what, what was he? What the coach? Oh, I did not realize that was J.J. Watt. Wow. <laughs> oh man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, that was still so talk, talking about sneaky. Here you go. Yeah. So it's kind of the beyond this twenty million dollars is kind of a low price considering who was in this movie. Yeah, and the fact that maybe I should wait. All right, we're, I'm going to wait till I mention this person that was in the film, but um, mm-hmm. who made a cameo? Definitely a cameo. But uh, yeah, so. let me read yeah, this. Don't, 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 uh, don't. Yeah, all right, yeah, you can read this now. Amy, played by Mila Kunis, has a great husband, overachieving children. children in a beautiful home and successful career. Unfortunately, she's overworked, exhausted, and ready to snap, fed up. She joins forces with two other stressed out mothers, played by Kristen Bell and Catherine Hahn, to get away from daily life and conventional responsibilities as the gals go wild with their newfound freedom. They set themselves up for the ultimate showdown with PTA queen, B, uh, Gwendolyn, and her clique of seemingly perfect moms. That synopsis is incorrect. Great husband. Yeah, I don't know what the <laughs> who wrote that. 
dude, I wanted to punch him in the throat. Oh my god. He he was obviously very good at his acting job because I, I was guess. like, who the fuck is this dude? Unless he's pulling from life experience to create that character, then God, I mean that's I mean, there's a you know, there's a whole other thing there where I'm sorry, I like Mila Kunis a lot. I think she's really um an underrated actress. Um he he would have been that dude in the bar with I would have been like, Come on, man. Seriously? Her and him? No way. Well, yeah. Well, that was my other, like, comparing him to to Jesse. Mm-hmm. I'm like, nah, that's a no-brainer. Yeah, not even close. Um, I mean, just. So I was, was just, I was, I was just looking at this, and um, I, I, I kind of wanted to have a guest because mm-hmm. we're like two dudes reviewing something called Bad Moms, which we're doing for Mother's Day. Right. And then I realized the directors and writers are John Lucas and Scott Moore. So I guess it's I know, okay. I was going to say this, like when I started watching the film, I immediately was like, hmm, who wrote these lines? For, like, like were, there, were these guys writing for women? Because if that was, I'm wondering if this is completely accurate. Uh, I guess we can just uh, say this is a comedy. This is definitely a comedy. Yeah. 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 But, I mean, I, I should hope at the very, very least, they asked their cast members for some input into the script. Because, and I kind of guess they, they had to have done something. Because I feel yeah, like is not insights. that actress. <laughs> well, I mean, they did uh, show the, uh, this isn't really jumping ahead, but they did uh, show some outtakes at the end, or not outtakes, but like the, the actor, actresses talking about, talking with and about their moms. So right. maybe that was part of the process as like research for this film. Well, there was a line in that, that and actually that, I think it was Mila Kunis's mom uh, talking about something um, that happened in their family, which was in the movie, which which was the part about the dog leaving, like when when they all like the kids and the dog left. The, she mm-hmm. mentioned something similar about that, so I think that was part of. I think it's actually based on a true story. Oh snap! I, I'm I've completely missed that. Yeah, so I was just like, hmm. well, I just watched it about 15 minutes ago. So. <laughs> Well, I, I got half an hour. Finished about half an hour. Oh, okay. Yeah. So uh, we, we, we have our forgetting Sarah Marshall reunion with Mila Kunis and Kristen Bell. Yeah, <laughs> they should do more movies together. They, they, they have a really good chemistry on the, on the screen. Well, I think comparing the two characters that Kristen Bell is playing in these two films, completely different. Mm-hmm. She was crazy in this movie. I, I, I really. So you know, the kind of. Um, go back a little bit in the sense I kind of really enjoyed the casting for this film. It was really well cast, I have to say. Like, I hated the male characters the way you're properly supposed to hate them. There was no sympathy for towards any of these dudes whatsoever. Um, it, the women were, um, you know, they they I think they properly fit them into different roles, like different types of moms. 
Um, I think it was really well cast. Uh, yeah. I have to think about that. <laughs> I, I can't argue with you. It's just that, yeah, for what it is. Right. It's a comedy about bad, bad moms, I suppose. Right. So, did we, did we notice uh, her boss, Amy's boss? Oh, um, could you could you place him? Oh yeah, hot tub time machine. I didn't even place him there. I know him oh. as Dwight Jr. from The Office. Oh yeah, sure, of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you, what's funny is you look if you go and you do uh, you Google um, Bad Moms cast, and you know how at the top of the Google page it always has the photographs of all the actors in the movie. He's not listed. He isn't. He's not listed. He's only listed on the IMDb page for some unknown reason. I kept looking, and unless they didn't change the change his name, I couldn't find him on that that photograph uh, slideshow. Yeah, I mean, well, I don't know why, but like, so yeah, his character sucks. Yeah. Her Amy's husband sucks. Yeah. The coach, the soccer coach, sucks. The principal is yeah. a little indifferent, but what? Is there supposed to be some kind of commentary on men in this? There's only one guy that's, that's supposedly awesome, and that's well, Jesse. <laughs> there's definitely a commentary on men because, and I didn't want to jump. I'm not going to jump the gun on this, but there was one quote when we get to it. Pretty much spells out the fact that they were like, "Yeah, there's definitely a quote on men in this movie," which I didn't really mind so much. Um, because, well, first, because this podcast hopefully will be out on, on Mother's Day. So I think it's appropriate that we, that this should be a comment. And then two, they were, I mean, they were dicks. They literally were dicks in this movie. So I thought we were, uh, I mean, I thought we were kind of being tongue in cheek with uh, doing a Bad Moms podcast right. on Mother's Day. Right. It's not what I so the film wasn't what I expected, obviously. Yeah. Oh, you hadn't um, seen this, right? No, no, this is the first time. Um, so uh, as we go, we'll see why. But mm. yeah. So I mean, I didn't. To be honest, I, I wrote one of the first notes I wrote was after the first five minutes, I realized I had already seen this movie. <laughs> Obviously, it didn't register me, with me then. Hmm. Um, that doesn't speak well to the movie. <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. So, but it's funny because after maybe the first 15, 20 minutes in, I was like, "This is actually not bad." Like, there's some well-written jokes in this movie, and some one-liners. There's a lot of one-liners in this movie that I, I enjoyed. Well, hands down for me. Carla is yeah. the best character in this movie. <laughs> yeah, she was great. She was hilarious. All my quotes that I've listed down, like 90% of them are her. <laughs> yeah, the, the only characters in this movie that I didn't enjoy, and, and I think you might agree with this in some way, because you've mentioned this before, are uh, is the little girl. I really didn't enjoy her character whatsoever, because it felt like she was... Remember the mm -hmm. uh, when we did the uh, what we I think it might have been Mary Poppins where you were talking about kids who act too adult. Yeah, she 
I was like, she kind of annoyed me from that level. I was just like, so I, I, th- I think they, I think they speak to this later on. Um, I, I'm just gonna jump ahead because uh-huh. I don't know if people are gonna watch this movie anyway. But um, so you know, obviously the whole deal is her dealing with being a mom, her life, whatever. Right. Uh, and at the end, she's doing the speech. And she says, like, you know, we've got our kids doing so many things that they don't have ch- time to be kids. And mm-hmm. maybe that was intentional to have this girl be a more adult and be worrying at 12 years old about college, <laughs> getting into college and, like, yeah. being on the soccer team, looking good on her uh, application and stuff like that. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I agree, but maybe it was, there was a purpose for it here. Yeah, I guess. That's- that girl, she seems so familiar. I feel like I've seen her in something else, and I can't place it. And maybe it's—I didn't have time yeah. to kind of look at her um, at her IMDb page to kind of see where she's other stuff that she's been in. But I had a um, similar uh, feeling, and then like I'm sitting here just thinking, maybe it's she's been in something where there was like a lot of makeup <laughs> required for the role. Yeah. Oh, I mean, oh, what Una Una Lawrence? Yeah, who's um, qu- quite grown up now. Oh, she was in Pete's Dragon, the the the, re- the remake. Oh, but I, I never finished. I never finished that, so I can't say I know. Yeah, I haven't seen that in a while, so I don't think that was it. it was something recent. I can't remember what it was, but so I remember seeing her. Beguiled from 2017. Yeah, that sounds like a movie I'd watch. <laughs> That's what, is it like a horror flick? She's in Southpaw. Southpaw. Oh, maybe that's it. Um, maybe. That's all I can really, that's all I recognize. Maybe we should do, just thinking about this, let's scrolling through her credits, uh, ba- Bad Man, Mom's Christmas. Are we doing that for Christmas this year? I think we, I think we should, we should try, if we can remember to do it, we should try to do it. Because, I mean, uh, the reason why I was, I mentioned that the budget versus what they grossed, Mm. I am surprised they haven't done more of these because that's a great, like, that's a great, like, uh, amount okay, of like, money for. Well, it was twenty, and they made a hundred and what? One hundred and eighty-three nine. So they, not even like nine times their money. Is that what it was? Yeah, exactly. Jeez, boy. So why would I mean that's per that's Hollywood's perfect role, like the model for doing six of six of them, you know what I mean? And just keep upping the ante. They should just create like a Fast and Furious for bad moms. I'll tell you why they didn't uh they didn't do it. What is that? Let's see, oh they grossed in the Bad Moms Christmas grossed seventy two point one million. Oh. With yeah. a budget of twenty eight million. So they they paid more for it. And made a lot, a hundred over a hundred million less. Wow, that's crazy. I wonder why that was. I wonder why it made so much money in the first place. Yeah. Oh well, I think the one reason why it is because, um, remember, uh, this was kind of they were trying to do something similar to what they did with Bad Santa, where they made like this kind of bad universe and this was going to be their next I think this kind of rode the coattails off of Bad Santa well that was that was my other question is this part is this like part of Bad Santa bad bosses 
Yeah, I think so. I feel like there was something else. This is bad. Was bad bosses. Well, it was horrible bosses. There was bad. Oh, it was horrible bosses. Okay. Bad Santa. You know, so it was, it was all bad. Those, something else. Uh, that's a good question. Bad. I can't remember. You're right. I think there is something, right? Bad. Um, I don't know. That's a good question. Anyway, uh, anyway so back to the film itself um i was just the thing that caught me first was just like uh so she's got that rough ass day and mm, that was really well done too. i think i think i'll jump into the because it's a bit of a montage they've got janelle monet's tightrope playing yeah which is not my favorite janelle monet song but it, no. it fits the scene um, but like she spills her coffee on herself. She's late for a, meet, a work meeting. She has to carry the dog because it's going to be shitting all over the place. Jump, jumps the sidewalk, late to pick up the kids to drop them off for their mm. extracurriculars. Mm. Um, and then she has to go to a PTA meeting. Mm. And so at the PTA, this is where she quits because they ask her to do something. I thought it was a bit dramatic. She could have just said, nah, I'm not going to do this. But she's like, I quit altogether. Yeah, I suppose and, and, that sets the stage for the rest of the film. Yeah, it was. I, I'm always so. I thought it was a great representation for all the multiple jobs that mothers do. Mm. I mean, just just thinking back to my mom and um, all the different things that you know she has a you know probably had to do in one day, you know, and then have have things everything has to kind of line up in order before you accomplish this day. And I thought that was, uh, that was. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you always have to think about it. I mean, um, my mom was a single mom raising two boys in New York city. So I just Mm -hmm. sit there sometimes like, I don't even have kids. I just see, I know if I have friends and family that have kids, I'm like, damn. Yeah. Yeah. And she worked at the UN. Like it's not like she had some low, pressure job she had a high pressure job i'm just like shit and then the the juxtaposition of this of course is well not only amy's husband who gives his son a pound for getting a d on a test but kiki's husband who just expects her like one of the quotes is like she's she's out to brunch with her friends and and he finds her and he's like who's who's taking care of the kids and she's like oh i don't know she's maria or something he's like isn't that your job i was like yeah. <laughs> yeah. The expectation <laughs> that that that's what she should be doing right now. This is um I feel like I would love to have been love to have gone to a movie theater to see this with a, like a room full of mothers <laughs> in that moment and just and he's the, like, excuse me. No, he didn't. <laughs> And she, so she plays this weak, like weak woman. Like I don't want to say mm. weak. She, she's a subservient kind of woman mm. to her husband. And then that's her turnaround. She has a transformative thing towards the end where she's like, she's the dominant person in the relationship now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm sure at the end of that, like mothers in the audience are like, that's right. Like, you mm-hmm. get them. <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. And we'll probably, we'll get into, there's, I have a thought on that that situation like they like i do think this was a good cast film but i do have some thoughts on 
what I would have done rather than what they did because it would have, I think it, it might have made the movie even funnier. Um, I just feel like what, what would this movie have been like if um, they they had cast say what's what's um, what's the uh, the comedian from SNL Leslie um, what's her name oh uh, oh um, you know what I'm talking about yeah Leslie Jones Leslie yeah, Jones yeah. what if she's instead of Catherine Hahn what if it's her? You know, how much more could they want this going over the top of? Because I feel like, you know, we need a little more. Or maybe mm-hmm. the second movie they should have added and added her in as a fourth amigo or something what? like that. Have you, well, have you seen the second one? I'm wondering if, like, because, like, at the end of this one, Jada Pinkett, who starts off on the side of the quote-unquote yeah, perfect moms. I haven't seen, I haven't seen Christmas one. I, so she, she, at the end of this one, she's kind of like transitioning to, as, as, all, as all the moms are, transitioning to like our bad mom's side. So maybe she's on the second one playing, you know. Playing yeah, she would have been good. I mean, I guess there's a bunch of, I mean, there's a bunch of ways you could have gone with this, obviously. So um, I, I guess we'll get in, we'll, get into all you know that the um there were a lot of funny moments in the film um so that after that that sequence where she kind of has her first meltdown um and decides to become bad mom um she she has that uh office space kind of moment i'm just it's not gonna go anymore yeah (laughs) First of all, who, like who, is this a what the fuck moment? I don't know. Who fucking is, who works, who's, who is scheduled to work three days a week, but goes in all five days a week and works overtime too? Like what person is this? I want to know who. Didn't sound like she was getting paid overtime either. No. So I'm just like, well, that's, I mean, like take the mother side out of it. That's just stupid. Like, why would you do that? Like, you that me love your job. Darren called you stupid. Just saying. I'm gonna hashtag or I'm gonna at Mila Kunis and when we post this. Mila Kunis, we like this. <laughs> hey son, we like that son. Um, I mean that that was hard to take, but it was also it also kind of because of. You know, they really tried to play up this, you know, young, you know, young company. Mm-hmm. Startup kind of thing. Startup kind of feel. So I, I kind of got, I mean, I didn't, it didn't bother me so much, but that would have, like, if I wanted to be a nitpick on stuff, that would be one of my first nitpicks. Well, if we're going to look at realism in, in this film, you know, so she's, I assume working supposed to be working three days. I'm assuming getting paid for three days. Mm. Father looks like a bum, and he says he's complaining about having two calls that day, conference calls. She was so funny. How stuff. how are they? Who's how are they paying? Who's, who, who was the breadwinner in this in this family? She, 
and in her in her um, voiceover of that moment, she says he's a very successful person, like very And I'm like, is he though? Is he really like? They, how are you they, 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 they didn't address that at all, did they? <laughs> or or, like, or show any proof for that? Oh man, I had two conference calls, then I took a nap. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That sounds uh, successful. That, that, that kind of feels like now, you know, since we're yeah. quarantined, you know, you get to take naps during the day now. He's just a, I don't know, maybe he's, I don't know, he must have the nice, he must have the best job in the fucking world. So. Um, man, I, this must be, I'm just looking at, trying to look at um, part of this film. I don't know if it's, oh, this is when Mila, is this when she goes to the um, bar for the first time, meets Carla, or Amy meets Carla. Yeah. I guess Kiki walks in. Yeah. I think they're just talking about like when they were like Amy missed her twenties because she was with this guy forever and Carla was like, Oh man, when I was twenty it was us raining dicks. <laughs> <laughs> and it just reminded me of Eddie Murphy Raw. He's like he's like pussy just stone at him on the street. Oh, that's my pussy. Oh sorry, sorry. Don't, don't step on pussy. Like <laughs> pussy pussy. <laughs> I saw it just reminded me of that. I feel like it was a good callback and a good response to that skit by Eddie mm. Murphy. Yeah, that's that was that was kind of cool because they really tried to basically give you what a like a woman's version of what a man would do in that role in that situation, you know. So thought that was funny. Although, where are their kids during all this? Like, who goes from the PTA to a bar and just lets loose? Hey man, she she quit the PTA if she uh has a little extra time on her hands and she go to the uh, car. Man. Is that what's supposed to have happened? Okay. Come on. All right. <laughs> I want to be home. What I want to be, I want to be home. I want to be in the house when she shows up at home that night, smelling of liquor, and her kids are still up, going, "Mom, where have you been? Why do you smell like liquor?" Shut up and go oh. to your room. They touched on that the next morning. Yeah, they, oh my God, that was hilarious. When they were waiting for breakfast. <laughs> and she's sitting there, she's eating a, I guess leftover nachos. Nachos. I made nachos. Ooh, the cheese is hard. Mm. Oh, like, what? Cheese is so hard. <laughs> yeah, that was, you know, and then she walks out the kitchen. <laughs> you know, I, I, I will say, this um soundtrack. Well, first of all, the soundtrack on mm. they list officially as like twelve songs. And if you go to whatsong.com, shout out to whatsong.com, um, they've got like thirty songs. Yeah, saw that, and I was just like, mm, okay. I, I what I've learned is when we're doing these movies, with the exception of maybe one or two films. Whenever they list more than 12 songs, it's bullshit. <laughs> or it's songs that's like on the radio in the background. Yeah, I mean, there was some of these songs that um played for like, I don't even want to say 10 seconds, maybe five seconds. Yeah. <laughs> they were just, yeah. So I guess the ones that they're saying are on the soundtrack are the ones that like were handpicked for the movie yep. to to enhance the scene that we're talking yeah. like tightrope you know makes sense 
Yep. She's on a tightrope because she's like trying to juggle all this stuff at one time. Okay. Janelle Monet's tightrope fits here. Um, I don't not know. Oh, so you uh, you are the best thing by Ray LaMontagne. Um, I oh, think that, yeah. that came after the whole tightrope thing. It, it, I feel like the song was just chosen for one line, which they kind of highlight. It also doesn't play that long, but it's like, baby, it's been a long day. Mm. is a line in the song. I feel like it was picked because of that and, of course, Ray LaMontagne. That being said, I do like this song. It sounds old school, like classic. Um, the artwork for the album, if you look it up, looks like it's from the 70s. Mm. So I recognize the name, I, and then looking at the artwork, I was like, oh, this must be from the 70s. No, he's a contemporary artist. It did it. That was the one thing I didn't notice across this, the the entire movie, which was like the associations to the soundtrack are very kind of like literal. Yeah, like hey, they put the word "bat" in there. Okay, let's play. You know, so it's okay. I mean, I'm not gonna hate on them for it. I mean, you know, sometimes you need a little literal. Yeah. Just to, you know, make sure people's brains aren't working overtime. It's fine. Yeah, and this is a comedy, so it's not, like, meant to set the mood per se, you know, except for maybe that one scene um, when they have the uh, big party at the house with all the moms and whatnot. Mm. That, to me, was, you know, something, obviously, they went to, they had to kind of meet the scenes energy, you know, so... Yeah, that was a David Guetta's Hey Mama. Yeah. Yeah, that was a house party. That was a long-ass scene, too. That, that was a long-ass scene. <laughs> so, I mean, it's... the what It wasn't a bad soundtrack. I mean, it wasn't bad overall. Like, I think they, it could have been, been worse, you know, in a sense. Yeah. I mean... They definitely had a lot of contemporary artists, so it was definitely geared towards, yeah. Um, you know, I, I that you know, someone someone that likes contemporary music is probably, could possibly buy the soundtrack. Um, and then they threw in a couple like Slow Ride by Foghat, which Guitar Hero 3, by the way. Um, and I want to know what Love is Foreigner, like, I think those are the only two old school songs, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But I would also say, um, again, comedy, but, you know, you do have this story of, like, of, like, a liberated woman, like, liberated from her husband. She's, like, you know, isn't so dependent or make her kids, she, like, sends her kids to sleepovers and shit in this one just to get some more time for herself. Kind of liberated from work, too, so yeah, you have that kind of main storyline. Um, but they do touch on, she has that speech about entitlement to her son, Dylan. Oh, yeah. Which um, was great. They should copy that and give it to every white person's parents so they can just hand it right to their kids. Listen to this, put it on your headphones, whatever the fuck. Well, and she makes that little comment about, yeah, you know, if I keep on, like, letting you do this and, like, making, doing your homework for you and cooking breakfast for you, Blah blah blah. You're gonna have, this is gonna happen. This is gonna happen. He's like, you're gonna start a ska band. I was like, oh, no ska band. I don't have so much. 
and then and then they touch on like when she's doing her um her big speech PTA speech they touch on like education system I mean this is very lightly touching on it's not like I'm not by no means a huge you know deal they made about this but mm. I'm like you know having kids taking three standardized tests a week and like making them good test takers instead of you know making them good people so you know they 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 kind of brush on a couple of things well i think that was that's a i think um you know i think it was like in the middle of the movie of they um they realized that their audience that they're trying to reach are the same people that they were, were in that audience and stuff and it was a moment for them to kind of really address some some issues that most parents probably think about, especially moms, and um, put it out there for people who aren't in that position to understand that situation as well. I thought that was like a nice little moment there to kind of run because that's true. A lot of those, a lot of those, like they didn't make up those issues, right? Those issues are real. And you know, and I feel like I, I I could be watching the same exact movie like twenty years ago. It's mm. like issues that have not really changed over time. Right. I, I, and not to say I have a bunch of guy friends that do all these things. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but yeah. Clearly, it's not a it's not a normal thing for. And and it's not like this movie was made of, in two thousand two. This was literally made you know five years ago. So, um, this is pretty, this is a pretty, I mean, I don't know how it's going to age. Like parts of this movie is going to, are going to age really well. I think it, you know, like if we watch this in eight years from now, nine years from now, I think it will probably, a lot of the comedy will still hold up. And I think a lot of the subjects will probably, unfortunately, still hold up. I think Carlos quote, Jesus, you look like a bag of dicks. Will definitely hold up. I think that's that that that's like a timeless. Insult. Jesus, you look like a bag of. I might use that also. I I can't use it. Well, if I do a <laughs> if I do a Zoom happy hour with someone, like, I might be able to use it. Mm, opened, uh, I, sh- I should have opened this podcast with that when I saw you. <laughs> Jesus, you look like a bag of dicks. Can you put that into the intro of this, please? Oh, if I can find it, I will most certainly put it in there. That would be kind of cool to start the podcast off like that. Uh huh. Like just by itself. Jesus, you look like a bag of dicks, and throw the music. There. So there were. So. I, we didn't cover we didn't cover this, but I think it's a scene I, I, that I really um, I liked, but I also was like, "What the fuck?" Kind of, which was the supermarket. Um, mm-hmm. we, that shit was. Uh, I don't even know what the. I don't know what to think about it. Um, all I can say is, what supermarket were they at? Because I want to know what supermarket sells food and vodka and old English. Because she's standing in line with a can of old English at the end when they go to check out. 
So um, the I best supermarket ever. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because if I can find it, that'd be cool. That'd be dope. I mean, all right. Uh, so um, to to all the actresses, Mila, Kirsten, uh, <laughs> if you know where that was shot, please let us know. Yeah. And if they actually carry those goods, please also let us know. That is, yeah, because brother got to know, especially the OE. And that, and that, and that scene again, like we're talking about literal songs. They're playing um, Icona Pops, I Love It. Mm-hmm. And like the main refrain in that is, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't <laughs> care. So they're being literal once again, because they're just fucking up that supermarket. <laughs> Yeah, and then she made reference back to it at the the next morning. She's like, um, "What did you do last night?" She's like, "Yeah, nothing." But I think we need to find a new supermarket to go to. <laughs> yeah. uh, that was another song. So I was listening to the soundtrack a little bit before I watched the movie, mm-hmm. and I found I heard a song I really liked. It was a song called "Bad News" by AJ Edwards. It has this like Gary Clark Jr. vibe to it. Um, mm. It's listed on what song, but I did not hear it in the in the movie. I, I must have missed it. But really? anybody looking for some new music, I dug that track. And if you like Gary Clark Jr. or the Black Keys, I think you'll like that one. Yeah, I do like me some Black Keys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you you mentioned any, the. Oh, go ahead. That have. I'm just curious. Like we keep coming up with these really great ideas for shows. What we have to do. But one of them should be like also picking out a few artists and then just doing some of the movies that that they've been in. I would love to see the black do like some where the black keys had their music in. It. Oh man, like early twenty tens, the black keys were like everywhere, everywhere. like commercials, yeah. movies. Uh, it was nuts. So I'm yeah. sure we can find plenty of stuff for them. Yeah. Like yeah. more recently, I think like two or three years ago, Gary Clark Jr. Like NBA ads, like he was up in there. So yeah, yeah that would be an interesting thing to check out. Mm. You were going to say? I was just going to say because you mentioned Wanda Sykes. She mm. plays the the marriage counselor in this one. That so shit was so funny. Short ass cameo, but like you can't you can't go wrong. It's never a bad choice to have yep. Wanda Sykes in one of these roles, man. <laughs> yep. Jesus. It's almost the same thing every time, but it's, it's good. It's good every time. Uh, yeah, it's consistent and it's always good. And she's like, "You two need." She's like, "Y'all need to get divorced right now." She's like, as, 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 a, "As a as a psychologist, psychiatrist, like I'm not allowed to say this, but yeah, y'all need to get divorced." <laughs> this shit is catastrophic. <laughs> oh man! Yeah, that was hilarious. One question. Uh, yeah, I didn't have that too many questions, but this question I had it was um. She, so Amy gets fired for not showing up to work or whatever. Hmm. Why didn't she say she's going through a divorce? I'm sure that's a viable reason to prevent you from getting fired. That's true. Is it just me? No. Um, that's a good question. I, I did. Oh my god! I, I mean, I that scene honestly was it's like they just kind of rushed through it to get it out of the way. So yeah. They didn't want to spend too many cycles trying to, because, because to be honest, that could have led down to the road to a whole different movie, right? Because that's it was almost like there could have been two movies here. 
Like we could have split off and it could have just been about her in this fucked up company or we could have went to the left and stayed on the whole premise of bad moms. And well, I, I think again, like you kind of just said, I think it's a throwaway scene yeah. to set up for later when she the company's going under and they need her and she like yeah. makes all these demands and shit. Um, <laughs> I, I, th- I think another thing that so this movie was almost too easy. Yes, right? that's like, exactly right, it. Right, she, it's kind of focused on, like, you don't really care about the soon-to-be ex-husband. He's not there that much. He's there in the beginning and then kind of in the middle. And I love when he's, he comes back and he's sitting, sitting in the there. kitchen eating cereal talking yeah. about, oh, I shouldn't have left. What a dick move. But still eating the cereal as he's talking. <laughs> yeah, you, you care. Um, so like there's that and then that's kind of part of it but it's really focused on her individually and like the PTA thing Mm. but also there there should have been some tension with Jesse the guy like the the single dad yeah right like it was like they meet they have some good interactions like they kiss really quickly (laughs) um then they, he, and then her, like Carla, booty calls him from from Amy's phone to get her, <laughs> and it works. Um, but yeah, there's no tension. Like right there, they, like she should have um, really wanted to get back with the the husband. Mm. They they hook up, and then she tells Jesse, and then he's like, "Oh, how could you?" Like there should have been some. I don't know. It was or maybe he weird. just shows up at the house for another bowl of cereal when Jesse comes downstairs. Right. Something. I mean, I, I'm thinking more to make Jesse upset at Amy. Oh, uh, okay. Right. Because that, yeah. But, you know, yeah. again, again, maybe they just didn't want to do too much and make it too heavy. Yeah. But I, I feel like even these days, like, comedies have that, like, that very serious part that makes the rest of the comedy, like, you know, work. Well, you gotta always, I mean, it's the, it's the, it's the, um, it's so there's always got to be an obstacle for people to overcome and so for comedies it's usually something like that where they throw in that 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 thing that well yeah this one was just um they they, well fuck the what the fuck moment this is what (laughs) the what the fuck moment is 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 that part is when um what's her name uh christine applegate's character Mm. gwendolyn plants drugs in jane's lock and the daughter's lock yeah. Um, was, first of all, wow. That's fucked up. Um but yeah. So that so that was the part where like she gives up, like she her daughter mm. gets kicked off the team and her I guess it was more to do with the kids was that moment. Right. But I don't I I wasn't like I wasn't sitting there like, oh my god. Because I feel like I knew that everything like they're in there, they're coming back, they're just going for a sleep over at dad's place. <laughs> <laughs> Not well, to mention when when Gwendolyn plants the drugs and starts spreading rumors, yeah. she says Mila. She says Amy looks foreign, and then she says, "We have to make sure her crackhead daughter gets the help she needs." <laughs> <laughs> Damn, bro! I mean, they, she she yeah, she went nuclear. Was I do like. Um, the fact that Wendell took time to appreciate 
how tight she rolled. Yeah. <laughs> that little girl rolls a tight joint. I, damn, man. <laughs> I just got to be a black dude. Come on now. Yeah. He, Appreciate you know what I'm saying? It would have been funnier, like, if they, okay, well, I'm not going to go, we, that, that's, that's related to the podcast, but, yeah, I mean, um, that was a kind of fucked up moment, like, for her to, like, it's kind of like, um, it's kind of like, this, like these assassin movies, right, no women, no kids, you know, she said, nah, <laughs> I don't flow, I don't flow by that rule, mm-hmm. she's like, it's, you know, all, all out war, so, gotta do what I gotta do. You know, gotta appreciate the artistry, but that's a fucked up moment. Um, man, I feel like we get we gotta get through some of these Carla quotes. Oh, there's so many like quotes, and that's how I can tell this was a good, that's kind of a good comedy because there were. I could at some point I just stopped writing shit down because it was just like so many. Yeah, but they're all from this one person. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, except for, like, I mean, I've mentioned, like, a couple from Gwendolyn just now, who also says, like, when she's threatening Amy, she's like, I'm going to, like, make shit hard for you. Winter is coming. Winter is coming. <laughs> I like, uh, if you're a Game of Thrones fan, you'll appreciate that one. Yeah. Um, so you're going to get into the quotes? Well, yeah, I mean. Where does, where does oh, we before we get into quotes, though, mm. um, there, there was one moment. So remember the m- moment uh, they all call each other and say, hey, let's go to the movies. Mm-hmm. And so they, like, uh, Carla is already at the theater. First of all, I thought that shit was hilarious because she's just sitting up there with a few on the seat watching mm-hmm. movies. Talking on the phone. Day, talking on the phone. I, I, that, that actually frustrated me like the black couple behind her. Yeah. <laughs> Get off the phone, man. Get off the phone. Which was also funny because usually the it's usually like stereotypically black people. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that's, I, I, that's probably intentional as well. <laughs> <laughs> but my real question was, what the fuck movie were they watching? Where some dude is floating in space talking oh, about? Oh, oh, oh! I, that's one of my quotes. Love in space or some Lo- shit. Like love that. is stronger than space. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He rips off his shirt. I'm just like, what is, what is this movie? It looks like like one of those, no, it looks like it's based off one of those uh, books. What do they call those books? Romance romance novels. Oh, romance novels. (laughs) It was terrible. That movie, like, we, we review that movie. That's a what the fuck moment for me. Well, also, by the way, we, we haven't really discussed why um, we know that Amy's husband is terrible, but we didn't. Yep. The, the key point in why they're getting divorced is she catches him with the kids in the house, by the way. Yeah. Um, jerking off, which we thought initially to porn. No, he's jerking off to a live cam of this woman, and they've been doing it for 10 months. 10 months. Um, yeah, he's doing it in the house with the kids. And she's offering um, commentary while this is all happening. Yeah. About, he just really needs to get away. <laughs> and then, like, Amy asks him if, she, if, if, she, if he has feelings for her. And he's like, of course, I, I'm not a monster. 
You're a monster. You can't do so, this for 10 months without feeling something. So if you want to talk about what the fuck moments, there you have it. Um, yeah, that was what the fuck <laughs> um, Anyway, back to Carla and her quotes. Mm. Uh, uh, I think this is again what she was talking about in her 20s. She's like, she's just like, she said she was fucking people. He's like, she fucked Vin Diesel. They're like, mm. well, it might not have been Vin Diesel, but I definitely fucked a bald. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Marks, top Marks. That was so hilarious, man. Uh, I mean, just stuff like, I don't know if this is like good quote or what the fuck. Kind of a bit of both. Uh, Carla again talking about her son's baseball games. I'd rather go to Afghanistan than go to another kid. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, who wrote that? I don't know, but that's, it's some that's really very good specific. Shit. Afghanistan, okay. I'd rather go to Afghanistan. Sat there, it was overtime, and the score was only one to two. <laughs> oh, Which, and the, you know. <laughs> and when the, we talked about the husband, like. Uh, uh, Kiki's husband seeing them at the uh, at the restaurant and telling her to go take care of the kids and shit. <laughs> and Carla screams off as they leave. Nice to meet you, Ike Turner. <laughs> <laughs> oh so, good. so good. Uh, when she was on the couch at the toward the end of the movie, mm. not going to the actual PTA meeting, Carla says, "You're gonna rise up." Like a small white Apollo Creed. I was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> small, small white female Apollo Creed. Yeah. Uh, oh, and then she follows that up by get off get up off this couch, turn, turn off 12 years a slave, and let's body slam this bitch. Dude. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, that caught me too, because I was like, because she did, she was like, this movie's so depressing. What would you expect <laughs> from something called 12 Years a Slave? Oh, goodness. Uh, oh, God. and this one ties into our previous two podcasts ago. Hmm. Quote is Carla, once again, this is something Mrs. Doubtfire would wear when they're trying to find clothes for her to go out in. Uh, Boom. Yeah, she had, there's a lot of good um Actually, uh, Gwendolyn actually had, when at the end of the movie, when she's in the car crying and whenever Emile's trying to listen to, she's like, what could possibly be wrong? And she just ran off with all these different, her husband caught embezzling money from a children's fund. And then she's taking what, Adderall or something just for the, just because she's addicted to it. Right. And then she says, and I'm pretty sure my brother-in-law just joined ISIS and he's a Jew. <laughs> I'm like, fuck. Yeah. What's wrong with these people, man? It's the writers so the funny. writers were just trying to, they definitely were just like, let me just say the most outrageous shit right now. They were just letting go in this. I feel like at some point they just said, just fucking whatever. Just let it go. Um, it's like, oh. this is your chance to empty the load. So I'm going to say a quote. Mm-hmm. And I want it, it's a little, you'll probably get it, but um, it also speaks to the person I said makes, makes a cameo in this film mm-hmm. that I was going to talk about later. Uh, so here's the quote I'm not even going to set the scene. I start my day off with six of these. <laughs> Martha Stewart, man, she was, yes, that, she Martha was Stewart is in this film, people. 
And can you set the scene for everybody, what, what she's talking about? Okay, so the scene is they're at the, the, the three, the, our three heroes are standing together at the party and talking, talking and suddenly Martha Stewart comes walking up with a tray full of jello shots and offers them each one. And they're like, they're like dumbfounded that she's standing there and they ask her what's in it. And so she tells them what's in it and says, and they're like, oh my God, these are so good. And she's like, yeah, I stuck my day off with six of these. I'm like, dude. I, I believe it. That's, that was, that was like a nice touch. You know, uh, yeah, I don't. How she made it over in time, I don't know. But, but you know, it was this. There was a lot of um, this movie was very surprising on a lot of levels. On a lot of, oh wait, my favorite quote. My favorite quote was something that Kristen said, which is, "Moms don't quit." Quitting is for dads. <laughs> yeah, but then Carla gives her a side glance. Like, <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? What are you fucking talking about? Oh. She, was, she was a messed up person, man. Yeah. Well, yeah, she's got like, talking about having sex with her husband after they watch like some Tom Selleck movies because that, yeah. that was in my what the fuck moments area. There's like a lot of like these um, even even Gwendolyn at the end of the movie, she's like, part of her list of things that went wrong is the fact that her DVR just stopped recording. Um, uh, what was it? Uh, the oh, not the Shield. What was it? Something else. Oh, I can't remember. Yeah, I can't remember. But I'm just like, like, why would that happen? Who does that? <laughs> oh. What the fuck moments? Jada talking about the the hot single dad. Oh, I I let him put it put it in my butt. In my butt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't usually I don't usually do that, but for him. Yeah. <laughs> I also put um, the tattoo on Dale's arm. It's a what the fuck moment. I'm like, literally, yeah. really. I feel like it's a, a very random thing. He's like, I believe That's in family. <laughs> See? <laughs> See? Family tattoo. Big ass family. What the fuck, dude? Yeah. Oh, I, I, I'll give Mike, I'll give the husband one good quote. What's that? Because they're talking about, like, he, he doesn't get, she doesn't give him blowies. Mm. He's like, she's like, well, maybe if you wash some dishes, you know, <laughs> I, I give you so many blowies, your dick would explode. He's like, my dick wouldn't, ex would never explode because it's indestructible. It's indestructible. <laughs> what? He's just so terrible. Terrible. Yeah, I mean, I like one thing I did like about this movie is that they weren't, they kind of purposely turned the tables because traditionally when we do these movies, they make the women like loony and the guys so cool and the whole bit. And I like the fact that they flipped the script a lot on this, and they made the guys kind of assholes or dumb, and and uh, and it was just it was just a good movie for support. Really, let's be real. Like 
lot of the stuff that was going on in the movie really spoke to a lot of the challenges that single mom, not just single moms, but moms in general have to deal with on an everyday basis. And so, so I think some moms would say they feel like single moms even when they're not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure a lot of the moms, which might explain the eight, $183 million box office too, mm-hmm. which is they saw this movie and said, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's about right. And, you know, they should, you know. I think it was a nice was, touch that they threw uh, the, the, the actresses with their moms at the end. Yeah, that was, the that was cool. Credits. Did you um catch the thing that Christina Applegate's mom said about, hmm. well, her, no, Christina Applegate was saying her mom oh, looks really, liked, really liked Al Pacino. So she brought Christina to see Cruising, which yeah. is about like some guy investigating an underground uh, S&M ring, gay S&M ring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and she's like, she's explaining the, the film. Christina's explaining the film. Like it's about S underground, S- uh, gay S&M ring. And her mom's like, Pacino. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's Pacino. Like that makes everything okay. There's, I really feel like some of the, the the characters, I think they took pieces of their mothers to mm-hmm. add to their characters, and there were parts. So, you know, maybe it's not completely one hundred percent one for one match, but yeah, I think there's there's definitely some inspiration inspiration there, which which is cool. I think that was a that was a cool way of kind of paying tribute to the mom yeah no doubt uh, i mean it was it was fun i definitely was laughing out loud on multiple mm. occasions mm. but carla carla um, was she's funny man i i, I she's funny. oh so i she's also in um i mean she's in a bunch of stuff but uh i, I watch a lot of parks and rec and she she has a stretch in that uh mm. show mm. and a very similar character to be honest just like saying some crazy shit. Well, she's like um, Wanda Sykes, kind of like what you were saying with Wanda Sykes. She, you put her in a film, and this is there's just an, a certain level of, of consistency as far that you're going to get. So, mm-hmm. um, and you have to expect some raunchiness. Yeah, and she's. So I'm just looking at her. Uh, oh, I'm just look. Oh. I'm just looking at her IMDb. She's she plays a major character in one of our favorite movies of all time. Power. Yeah. What's what's that? Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Oh yeah, so she's Doc Ock. Yeah. She's Doc Ock, man. So that might be the exception for raunchiness, but I think that's a PG-13. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But you have to expect she... raunchiness. Like I told the other moms, I'd bang their husbands if they didn't come. <laughs> Which I told so. <laughs> and then, and then one of the moms comes to the meeting, and she's like, uh, "Well, I came because I, I didn't want her to bang my my husband." And, <laughs> and she's like, "Oh, she was." Amy's like, "Oh, she was just kidding." But in the background, Carla's like, mouthing, "Yeah, I will," and like winking at her. <laughs> yeah, she's in Angie Tribeca. She's in Bob's Burgers. Apparently, she has her own show now. I think so. Yeah, it's. She does good work. Um, I, 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 like I, 
she's like that actress that you don't you don't know you want her until you see her on the screen and you're like oh this is she's like that that meal of like that you don't crave it all the time but when you get it it's really good and you just like really appreciate it jazz so she's a good she's a really good um comedian i i i appreciate her talent very much um there was, there was one point in this movie where like um oh it was like some triumphant part of the movie, maybe when she wins the, she wins the vote, whatever. Um, and the music in the background, the, the orchestrated music, uh, was like very familiar. Uh, this guy's name is Christopher Leonard's. To me, it sounded like someone from like my cousin Vinny when they win the when they win their case. Oh really? But um, but nope, alas, I couldn't find that credit here. But uh, this guy's done music for the boys, which I hadn't seen yet. But I've heard you haven't before. seen the boys yet? Get off my back. Uh, Dude. Sausage Party. You saw that, right? Yeah, yeah, I've seen that. Oh, my God. He's here for Shaft 2019. Oh, really? What? Did we, we talk about this movie? We did. I don't remember. I don't remember either. We didn't, we didn't talk about his, uh, oh, okay. Yeah, so he's got some credits. Uncle Drew. Oh, wow. Oh, Tyler Perry's Acrimony. Hmm. Oh, Pitch Perfect. So another Kristen Bell. Oh, he's so he's done some good stuff. Yeah. So I have to anyway. go on the list of uh, composers that we eventually talk about. Oh, speaking of speaking of this universe, there's something called Bad Cat. I wonder if that's part of this too. He uh, he did the Cat? music for that as well. Yeah. It's terrible. <laughs> Ride Along. Yay. <laughs> oh, Ride Along. That's a funny movie. Oh man, yeah. So he's got some stuff in here. Mm-hmm. Oh, horrible bosses. There you go. Oh really? I think he's 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 the composer for this universe. Oh, so I like that they're creating the universe, but you know. But I also saw this this music composed by if you Google Bad Moms composer, music composed by Christopher Leonard's and Janelle Monet is here too. They list both of them. Oh wow. So I'm not sure. By the way, if you don't know Janelle Monet, I mean she's popped off in the last few years, but she yeah. is absolutely brilliant. Yeah, she's she's. I, I remember listening to her before she broke up, broke big ground. She's 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 really good. I mean, she's I, actually I, a pretty good actress, actually, too. Yeah, yeah. She's been in some things recently, but I, I saw her um before, like way before she blew up like uh she was opening for ziggy marley at his show advertising week show and yeah she used to play a lot of i was local shows in new york there was a lot of local stuff she was doing so yeah she yeah she does um so should we get into the questions uh for the show for this movie let's uh well um yes but real quick i just want to list off some other of the oh, songs because cool. we haven't talked about the music too much um yep it, this movie opens up with Gone by J.R. J.R. Junior Jr. I don't know who this yeah. is. Uh, I think it's a forgettable song because I can't remember what it sounds yeah, like. Just, oh, I remember, but I don't remember it. Um, they have a scene with uh, Cake by the Ocean by Dance. Oh, that right. That DNCE, is that one of the Jonas Brothers or something? Yeah. Actually, my note, my note here like is... That song. Okay, well, we disagree because my, my, <laughs> my, my note here was Pop Dribble. Yeah, it is. It's totally pop dribble, but yeah. You know. Um. Oh, work from home. Again, the literal 
Yeah, very, very literal. Um, but also uh, pretty relevant for our situation. So I thought that was interesting. Mm. Uh, quarantine. Stay home, everybody. That Maybe that could be the next bad universe movie, which is a whole universe about working from home. Bad. I don't know what you call it. Bad home workers or something. Okay, you you start brainstorming that one and send it along. Yeah. Um, there's actually a, a, a nice sounding song like after her kids move out, or go stay with their dad called "Sweet Jane." By Garrett. Oh Cato. yeah, 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 yeah. That was um, so it was good mood, mood music, uh, and her daughter's name is Jane. So again, we're getting super lyrical. I thought uh, it for a second was uh, John uh, 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 John Meyer, uh, but it wasn't. Sounded look like the beginning of the song had was something sound like something he would have done. So, it was a good song. And then. Uh, when Christina Aguilera's character, Gwendolyn, is now on their side at the end, and uh, she rents a private jet. Mm. Um, you got My House by Flo Rida. And my, and my note here is, uh, anytime you want to make white folks seem badass. <laughs> That's a good note. Um, and then, like, Girls Will Be Girls, which I'm not saying I like this song, but by Sophie Beam was not mm. on, uh, I'm sorry, what song.com, but this was not on your list, and it's the closing credits. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, 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 not, uh, that's not good, man. Oversight. There's a little bit of, um, I feel like no one really paid attention to this movie because like what's supposed to be on the movie and what is in the movie is oh i I just got a text uh from annis saying christina applegate not aguilera so i must have just yeah i was gonna gonna, i didn't want to say anything but uh you want to join the podcast (laughs) (laughs) wow that's hilarious All right, to the questions, to the questions. Uh, So, Tom Hanks, what role do we think he would be in this movie? I I think he might, this might be a situation where he's too old for the film, unless we're talking about young Tom Hanks. Yeah. Uh, But old Tom Hanks may be the principal, but that's a too small a role. Young Tom Tom Hanks, is, is he the hunky single dad? <laughs> well, I don't know. We're gonna get a, a resounding no from women across the earth. Yeah, I don't know though. There are plenty of women who found the young Tom Hanks as being hot. So mm-hmm. I uh, thought you know this, this one might have had to been a, a Will Smith question. Yeah. Again, Will's- I guess yes. Oh. Could have been Jada's Jada's husband in the film. Yeah, that's true, but we don't see him. You don't, yeah, you don't see a lot of hu- other husbands except for Kiki's and Amy's, right? Yeah. In this movie, which kind of is appropriate because they're not. They, I mean, apparently, quitting is for men, so they're not really relevant to this movie. <laughs> I, I guess they quit the film. Yeah. 
So, um, I can't, yeah, Tom Hanks in this movie. Uh, well, I mean, if he wanted to go um, all training day, he could have played, he could have played Mila's husband and been, been a total asshole. Can so. Tom Hanks play an asshole? I don't know, man. No, probably not. I mean, I can't remember a role where he's ever played somebody that you didn't like. Exactly. <laughs> Which speaks to his character, but I must say, no, this might be one of the few films on Earth that he's probably not suited for. I would concur. Yeah. That's sad. <laughs> Can't can't do it all, man. Can't do it all. Tom Hanks, you're, sla you're, you're slacking, man. Got to work on your bad characters. It's a bad universe now. So, um, and Tears from Heaven. Do we believe Tears from Heaven could be in this movie? No, because everything is contemporary. <laughs> mm. Trying to think. Well. I mean, the, 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 the songs in this film were so literal that no one died, so we, we can't use yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the saddest moment maybe is in this movie is probably her just laying on the couch not wanting to go. And I don't think, I, I think that would be, it wouldn't fit the moment pretty much, or it would just make you feel like she was about to die or something. Um, so. Wow, a twofer? A twofer? When was the last time we had a twofer? I don't know. Is it going to be a threefer? Can we have five no songs to answer these questions? <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to say no to Tears of Heaven as well. Um, and uh, so what song do you think? Is a, yeah, this is, we might have a threefer here. Uh, well, at least we can answer what our favorite song was. Yeah, no, we could do that. Kind um, of. I think, I, I, like I said, I, I, I didn't hear where it played in the, in the movie, but Bad News by A.J. Edwards, I really liked. Uh, mm. So I was listening to that before. And that's, a, that's a dope track. Yeah. I, I mean, as far to me, as far as the one that I thought fit the movie the most, I, I think, to me, the scene... Um, the house party was kind of like the breakout. Kind of, it was kind of like the culmination of all the messaging in this movie of mothers can be bad and they just want to let loose and have fun and not take everything so seriously. So, with that in mind, I would, you know, so David Guetta's "Hey Mama." Maybe that, or the one. Yeah, you, yeah, probably. Um, I think the one that encompasses the movie for me, um, even though I said it's not my favorite Janelle Monae song, is Tightrope. Mm, because, yeah, yeah, honestly, even even after, you know, you get to the end of this movie and they're like, you know, mom should do less stuff, the kids should do less stuff, and the mom, you know, moms need to enjoy themselves more, blah, blah, blah. You know, she's still, moms are still going to have to be doing all this shit. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, just kind of like 
being walking on tightrope and having to be the every person for their families. Uh, I feel right. like tightrope kind of has that feeling, and especially in the, in the context of that montage where they're playing mm-hmm. the song. So mm-hmm. that's, that's my pick. That's good. That's a good choice. I and mean, like, I feel like, I feel like, technically, you know, there could have been three songs in this movie that would have kind of you couldn't go wrong with that one and the other and and I don't care. So I think that's another one that. What about the girls will be girls that in the closing credits? Um. Yeah, I just give it like, like a maybe like a step below, only because it was in the closing credits. But um. Yeah, because they were so literal with the songs in this movie, it's hard to go against any of these songs. To be honest. Yeah. So it just really depends on where, where you know, what you, where you thought the emphasis of the movie happened to be. So in a sense, I guess. So. I mean, I give the, uh, I'm giving the the soundtrack a rating. It's, it's, it's got some highlights. It's got some stuff I don't care for. I, I mean, I'm not a big contemporary music fan. You know, like, that's actually something we don't do. We should start doing that. We don't. We usually just rate the movie. I think maybe we should actually rate the movie and the soundtrack. Well, I, I don't know what you've been doing. I, I take into account the soundtrack when I'm reading it. I'm I do, I do, but I feel like they could also sometimes be like there are times when the soundtrack is better than the movie, actually, to be honest. And then there are times when the movie is actually in the sound like Spider Verse is like one of those rare ones that we've done where both were just like if I had to rate them separately, they'd be about they'd be the same anyway. They they were both dope, but this one was yeah. I mean, you said I mean, this... I, honestly, like the the soundtrack is again, like you said, like it's like a lot of it's just background. They don't play the song, a lot of these songs for a long period, like for like five ten seconds. So yep. you know you have to go out of your way to listen to the soundtrack, and there's some good stuff here. Yep. Um, but that being said, you know, I'll probably give the soundtrack a five. Yeah, I mean, uh, maybe if this was 2016, we'd probably give it an extra number or two because the music would be still really relevant, you know, because it was so contemporary. But mm-hmm. yeah, I, I still would like it. I would give this, I would give the soundtrack like a, hmm, yeah, five and a half, maybe. Only because, and like, you know. Yeah. I mean, then like, the, the movie, aside from like Carla, yep. there's not a lot for me as far, I mean, as far as comedy goes, like quotes. It's, I, I, I have, I have six here. Um, and that's probably being generous, but like the, the idea and like the messaging probably uplifts it more. So it's Mother's Day. You've got to give it better than that. <laughs> I wish I could. I wish I could. I don't know. For well, six? I, I, yeah. Between six, seven. Yeah. Hmm. I, well, yeah, I would, 
so we we did gold member last week. What did we give that? I give that a seven, I believe. We all gave about a seven, yeah. I I can't I can't go this high for for this movie because I think yeah, I can't go that high for this movie. I would probably give it a six and a half, maybe. Wow. Only, be, we're, we're, only because we're relatively of aligned. What's that? We're relatively aligned here. Yeah, I mean, it was some. It was better than I expected, but mm-hmm. you know, it wasn't. There's, I can pick five movies off the top of my head that were much better than this. I mean, well, if we want to compare, like, maybe we should have done this, even though it's not Mother's Day, really, like, Bridesmaids. I'm sure Hmm. we could throw that up in, like, the eight. Oh, Bridesmaids? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, like we're talking about similar movies, like, probably also would be, like, Hangover with with dudes. Yeah. And the soundtracks for those are probably, probably might be better. I, I, I think, but I think Hangover has a lot more old school stuff, so, like, I'm a little (laughs) <laughs> or 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 uh that movie we uh tag that we did earlier so or anyway, yeah. you know so anyway. so sorry moms nothing against you happy mother's day but yeah. happy mother's day to I, I, that, that, all that being said i definitely recommend this movie i would definitely say check it out so, oh yeah no i think it's hmm. definitely like a good movie to kind of just take to me there's nothing wrong having to be in a six six and a half seven because sometimes there are movies that i just want to put on and not have to be too cerebral about i just want to like watch it and enjoy what's going on and this to me is a very movie you could just put on and not have to be too like heavy about it so well, I wouldn't worry. I don't think anyone's ever accused you of being too cerebral. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> uh, thank you. <laughs> Let me text Christina Aguilera and find out what she says. Tell her I said hi. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what's coming up for you? You got any more shows coming up? Um, I am... I think I spoke about this with the gold member. Uh, I am working on a, a like a virtual tour. Uh, I've spoken to this bar in the Hoboken called the Shannon, and uh, they're interested. We just got to figure out logistics. Uh, another bar in Hoboken is interested, so I've started reaching out. I'm gonna start. Actually, there's a a, a bar in New York in Brooklyn that reached out on Facebook about um, booking people for virtual stuff. So. Um, I was could have done this Wednesday, but it was too short notice. So look for that in the future as well. So um, mm-hmm. it it begins. I'll be doing some stuff, hopefully through these uh, these venues, uh, social media, uh, to um, hopefully raise money for them and their staffs. You know what's cool about this doing it virtually too is you can do it for bars that don't even have performance space in mm-hmm. their bars. You know yeah. what I mean? So that's there's no point. limitation on venues that you can kind of reach out to. So. Yeah, that's cool. Which, uh, I don't know if you want to touch base with O'Neill's, but that might be a good way of dropping that cash. You know, you know, you know, you know. Hashtag O'Neill's. O'Neill's. 
Um, well, that's cool. I mean, you've done a few shows and they've all been really good so far. So that'd be kind of cool to do more. Yep. Um, got a little break here, but hopefully um, maybe this Friday coming up or Saturday or the week after I'll be, uh, I'll be doing that uh, Shannon one. You should do one for you should do one for me. It's for you. Yeah, I like host or like a film film happy film hour, loft. and you can um, do like a music. Yeah, sounds good, bro. Yeah, but well, you got coming up. You got something today to, tonight. Yeah, so tonight. I don't know if anyone's gonna hear about it. <laughs> I don't know. I may <laughs> actually put this out tonight. So who knows? Oh. But, so this. Well, it's got to be before what seven o'clock. <laughs> Get to work. Come on. It's gonna be right now. Um, yeah, no, I've got yeah, so I don't think it's gonna get out in time, but I yeah, I'm doing a, a happy whatever happy hour mm-hmm. um tonight. So I'm I'm probably gonna do a series of them. Um yeah, depending on how things go with this one. Mm-hmm. And uh you know, if one person if one person shows up and ten people show up, it doesn't really matter. It's really just about trying to help keep people sane. I'm sure you probably are, you know, know that uh, people are just losing their minds at home by themselves. So any little distraction we can give them would be, you know, cool. Plus you're doing, what you're doing is cool because you get to raise money for different organizations and different. Yeah. uh, When I do the bars, obviously I'll be doing raising money for them. But when I do my individual stuff, um, you know, I've done Feed America, Rescue.org. Um, you know, I just got some mail from a uh, city harvest or something. So I think I'll do that for my next one. So, you know, nice. cool. um, but yeah, if, if you need a distraction, follow us at yep. the download podcast on IG, on Facebook, everywhere. Yep. Uh, we're streaming everywhere. Follow the show everywhere. Wherever you're listening mm-hmm. to your podcast, just click that little thing there that says like or follow takes two seconds you'll be notified when we release a new episode and you never know we might do some other stuff so don't Um, don't be left out in the cold no doubt and uh we are gonna try and do uh on the bus by spike lee tomorrow so yeah i haven't watched this in a long time uh yeah i'm glad it's on netflix yeah i I actually forgot about this movie until uh i was just looking on netflix and was like oh what's what's something i haven't seen in a while this was one so and yeah keep up to date with darren's stuff because he's got stuff are you you're posting stuff to your personal stuff and your film off stuff yeah i'm posting stuff whatever you can i might quit because i'm a man um <laughs> you're not a dad though you didn't say man oh, dad. damn it yeah um but uh at chris saunders underscore music on instagram chris saunders music on facebook and youtube yep. check me out uh i try to keep my content up to date so and i'm darren jenkins 919 on instagram darren jenkins on facebook and so i think that's it um dude i will check you out again tomorrow yes sir thank you for suggesting this mother's day edition of the download and um happy mother's day to all the mothers um out there and for all the people who have mothers which obviously is everyone (laughs) 
call your mom, say I love you, send her a card, send her some flowers so she's she knows you care. But she's busting her ass and has busted her ass to make sure you are the best you. So, all right. Well, that is, does it. This was another edition of the Download Podcast Show. I am Darren Jenkins. And I'm Chris Saunders. And this is the Download. The download. See you, man. Peace.